0: Do in Texas. Um, we went to this art that we saw a dead bodies out of the mommy, and we walked into this room, and they had penises. And um, back in the 1990s, penises. And back in 1990s, penises were a thing, and they were hanging. And so they were abstract
1: art. <laughs> Penises in the back in 1990s, penises were art. You're never going on vacation with your Gigi again. No, 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 no,
0: no, no. I just got back from the store. I'm like this close to selling my panties on the internet. Wait, I don't wear panties.
1: Fuck. You looked at penises. I don't care. I saw a tiny guy that had a little penis. So don't say I'm wrong. And when I first walked in there, I saw a big guy with a big penis. If
0: you're not gagging with each thrust, if your eyes aren't watering, if you don't have to pause in the middle to catch your breath, are you even brushing your tongue properly? First I didn't see it, but then I saw it. Because <laughs> there art. What? <laughs> yeah. Because there art. The next motherfucker that wants my heart, he's gonna have to suck it out of my
2: gucci. Grandma kept teasing me today. What did she say? She said my jeans were too small. That's not teasing you, Derek. I she... said keep talking
0: shit, Grandma. She
2: wasn't talking shit, Derek. She just told me she, she just was gonna laugh. Okay, at me. Derek, listen. I I'm said keep to... laughing. Okay, listen. Keep I'm trying laughing. to tell you what she, she told me. She kept laughing, man.
0: so I started calling her name. She gonna say sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Okay,
2: this is getting ridiculous, right? I don't. So I grabbed a stick, and I was like.
0: Be- row, row, row you're about the fuck away from me. Felony, felony, just try to test me and i because a scene. And while we wait for them to do the right thing, I will wait for the inevitable tired, overused comeback that his toxic incel fanboy pick me base likes to use. What color is your Bugatti? It's light pink, and none of you tater tots will ever see or be in one in your lives. Fast over love,
1: what's up guys welcome back to a hot mess podcast oh my god Ernesto they kill me every time the penis it's art
2: it's (laughs) abstract art
1: abstract art I fucking love it I can't and the panties one like panties on the internet oh wait I don't wear panties Mm -hmm. I can relate so heavy to that I own Probably like a hundred pairs of underwear. I never wear underwear. I don't know why I do this to myself. I don't know why I buy them, when I don't want to fucking wear them.
2: Well, you did say that you were, you know, you had for a while. You were happy with the crotchless ones that you got.
1: Shut you up. Were <laughs>
2: days, you know, we, we did. Hey, we had this thanks. conversation already.
1: Thanks. Hey, you to guys my, could, thanks to my sister. Thanks exactly. Chess, we can. Thanks we,
2: all you have to do is refer back to an episode like at the beginning and you'll you'll hear that part. <laughs> it's not like I'm revealing any secrets.
1: That's true. That's true. I actually just realized, though, I didn't say my sister's name, but now I'm like, thanks, Tess. Right. <laughs> Hi, thanks. Tess. How are you? <laughs> but thanks, Tess, for the crutchless panties. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I'll, I'll dabble in those, you know, because it's like the fun and frisky side of it. But mm-hmm. other than that, like, comfortability under clothes, unless I'm wearing a dress, I just don't wear underwear. Fuck underwear.
2: Right. You well, Even I mean? when, even when you were, you, you know, you shouldn't when you're wearing a dress either, because a breeze is a good thing
1: that's true it's true hi guys i hope you guys are having a great start to your week it is officially monday so i hope you guys are having the best day and have the best weekend um how are you ernesto how's life what's going on
2: uh life is a life throws a few curveballs every so often and unfortunately you know there's just um I, uh, there are a few people that know about what's going on and, uh, okay. I can't, I can't do that a whole time. Cause that's just, <laughs> that's much, that's a little too much. he's like I'm gonna It cry. takes about two minutes. No, I wouldn't cry, but I mean, geez, that would just, yeah. Uh, that would take over the whole thing. But, um, unfortunately I had to say goodbye to Winks, um, this past week. And, and- Winks was, Winks is my cat. cat. Everybody, for those who have been here for a while, on yes. Everybody yes. on the podcast knows who Winks is because yes. uh, he would always make an appearance during the law during the podcast. Which you know that was kind of a, one of the staples in all uh, in the podcast. So last week he started shaking his head a lot, and he seemed fine except for but he also, started shaking his head a lot.
1: Tell them how old. Tell them. Oh, how he, old okay. He so
2: was. yeah, so Winks was actually very young. He yeah. was only about a year and a half old. So he wasn't very old. I had him since he was about two months old. Um, so you know, I've had him for over a year and um yeah, he was shaking his head a lot and I assumed after a couple of talking to a couple of people, uh, we all assumed that he may have an ear infection. Yeah, so you know, uh I decided to take him in to see if they can give him some medication for his ear. They noticed that it wasn't an ear infection and wanted to do a little more. Yeah. To look a little further. And, uh, they just take some x-rays and found out that he had a bleed in his brain and the shaking and all that was him being in pain. Yeah. The thing is that they did say that he could, uh, they could try to try to find where that bleed was and, 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 and repair it, but he was going to, it was going to be a long recovery for him, a long recovery.
1: And cost, you know, the well, cost I, the cost, I, I, I mean,
2: I, I don't care about the cost that that yeah. would have made a difference to me. My thing was that he is a cat and he doesn't understand recovery,
1: right? He yeah. is an
2: animal that doesn't all he understands is I'm in pain. And they said, yeah. well, we can, we can, we can give you drugs to, you know, for, to, to help him. And that's another thing. A cat's not going to understand, you know, these drugs are, are there to help me. He's just going to feel different for a long time. And I yeah. did not want to put him through that. I did not want to put myself through that. And I didn't want to put my kids through that. Yeah. So I made the very difficult decision of, of actually putting him to sleep. Yeah. It, that broke my heart, of course. That yeah. broke my heart. But yeah. I was, my heart was broken twice because I had, to, I had to let my kids know as well. And my kids yeah. love, love and
1: that kids. And that's where you were saying like it like rebroke your heart once you told the kids. Because I remember you texted me when you were in the parking lot. And mm-hmm. I remember like, I shed a tear for you. It's like, I just felt it. Cause like, you know, I'm a huge animal lover and I have three animals of my own. So I definitely felt what you were going through and I've been there. Right. Um, so that was a lot, but yeah, I think you having to, you know, s- relive everything. By telling your children, I'm sure that was really fucking hard.
2: Yeah, it would. It definitely was, especially again considering how young Winks was. Yeah, and that's and that's the
1: thing too. Like you know, when I was talking about like the cost thing, like it is a huge thing for people. Like okay, if it's going to be two grand, like that's a lot, you know. But if I had an animal that was like a year and a half old, I would probably spend that money.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But if my cat or dog was, you know. 12, maybe not, you know, it just kind of depends on, you know, the age and stuff. But yeah, it just breaks my heart that yeah. he was so young.
2: And see, I, again, I wouldn't have had the problem spending the money for that. It's just yeah. that I didn't want him to have to one possibly live the rest of his life in discomfort. Right. And that's kind of that was the thing that it was a possibility There it was a strong possibility that he was never going to have the kind of life that he had prior to this. Yeah. And that that sucks because that's the kind of knife, that's the kind of life he knew. And to yeah. have that switch so dramatically from one end of the spectrum to the other, I can understand if over time he started gradually getting to the point where let's say an older animal is, where they can't jump as high anymore. They can't run as fast right. anymore. All of that, that makes sense to, you know, uh, uh but it, it's, it's from one extreme to the other. And I didn't want to, uh, in and, and again, if, if. Your pet is at an older age, you can understand, okay, I want him to live his life out as long as possible, right. um because he doesn't have as many years as, as as you know somebody who as as a pet who is younger mm-hmm. weeks was young, so he could have had a long, uncomfortable life, and I did not want yeah. that for him,
1: yeah, and that's where you as like you know the owner has to make that decision for sure and you sure. I think you made the best decision, I mean however sad and heartbreaking it is, you know it's you did what you
2: felt like you needed to do, so. Yeah, yeah I did, I did, so it was, it was hard, no, um, I, my daughter, um, she had not been to the house uh, for, like, four or five days until, uh, you know, because she was getting picked up from school from her stepdad or her mom or anything like that, usually I pick them up from school and they come here until they get picked up from here, but uh, that hadn't happened for at least four days, so when she did come, for the first time she did break down again. So we sat down and we talked and she cried and I, you know, I held her and we talked more and she understands what's going on now. She also uh, the the subject of when are we going to get another pet here at the house uh, came up and I told her, well, that's not going to happen for a while. And she understood and she, she agreed. She was, she was receptive to that for sure. Then, um, you know, then we started talking about all of weeks things that are here. Because yeah. people, people were like telling me that, um, you know, well, you should hold on to it when you get another pet. No, I'm sorry. That's Winks' of stuff. And really? You think That's that? Winks' of stuff. I, I, I'm i sorry, but there's no other cat that's going to play on that tree. There's no other cat that's going to poop in that litter box. That's all Winks' of stuff. So I will, um, I, I will not permit any other animal that I would that I would bring to this house to do that. Now I, I can give it away to people if they want to use that for other things. And I, that's what I plan to do. Yeah. I plan, I plan, I intend that my intention is to give it away to people who can use it, but yeah. bringing in a pet here. That's waste of stuff. Again, yeah. he's, he was so young that I'm not going to, I'm not going to permit. I, I will happily pay for all new stuff for another yeah. pet that comes in here, but that's ways stuff.
1: That's interesting that you think that because I'm actually the opposite, right? So I put my dog down um, almost two years now and she was like the love of my life. She was Mm -hmm. the sweetest little white malty poo. Her name was Daisy. She was my girl. She had been with me through, you know, recovery and breakups and abuse and all of these different things. Like she was my girl And, you know, my mom had like made her a blanket and she has these little outfits and all this kind of stuff. And I remember getting my, you know, next animals and things like that. I'm like, I want them to use her stuff Mm -hmm. because I want her like spirit to always be around and to always have that reminder. Like this was Daisy's and I'm glad that Daisy is allowing, you know other animals to use her stuff so yeah I still have her pink blanket that I use around the house for the other animals and you know I keep all of her her clothes and stuff like that and if I ever had a small female dog yeah she would wear her stuff yeah because I love that but I I respect like how you're feeling and I think that's your own like way of coping as well but
2: yeah everybody I'm
1: kind of the opposite everybody
2: has their way of 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 their their decisions on all that, and it's either way, and and every way is not wrong. It's just how yeah, you choose. Of course. Yeah. choose to do it. So, yeah.
1: Um,
2: I just don't, I don't think I could, I would want to see another cat jumping around on his tree.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, I don't want, I, I wouldn't want to see that. So that's why here in my house, I wouldn't, but I would happily donate it to somebody else who wants it. So I am going to put it out there for people that um that I know, if they have a cat and they want a treat, they're more than happy to uh, to take this tree. Uh, yeah. Same thing with if they want an extra litter box or something like that, they're more than happy to to take the litter box. Of course, it's not going to have any litter in it because no, I wouldn't do that. Here, take his poop too. <laughs> Here, no, take um, his poop. Aww. No, it, but he. uh
1: You don't want to keep his last little like poops and put it in a baggie and save it.
2: I actually put it in uh uh in like crystal form. Uh, <laughs> no. no, I didn't. In it's a like, I made, it's
1: like I made a necklace. Out of, out of no, poop. a poop Aww. necklace.
2: Oh my gosh. Aww.
1: No. No one more question.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, did you just bury him? Did you cremate him? Uh, cremate. Okay. Yeah. That's what I like to do personally. Yeah. So I have Daisy's ashes on my like mantle in my living room. And I think eventually I will put a little bit into like a crystal necklace just because mm-hmm. she was my baby. She was, right. she was my girl for 13 years, you know? So,
2: yeah. Uh, same thing. I mean, I, I, I burial for me, I, I don't know. I, I have, again, this is nothing against anybody. uh, uh, But if that's the decision you want to make with yourself, then great. I just, I don't, I don't see it. You know, I've I've already have, have expressed my, what I want it to, how I want myself to be handled after, uh, after I pass on. Uh, And that is, I, I don't, I don't want to be buried. I want to be cremated.
1: Me too. Burn me to a crisp baby. Like don't fucking put me in the ground.
2: Yeah, don't just, spend so much money on a box that's just gonna sit under no, underground. I just such I'm a sorry. waste.
1: I just don't want to picture and this maybe a little like more of it. I just don't want to picture my rotting, like decaying body under the ground. Like it's mm-hmm. disgusting. Burn yeah. me to a crisp, bury me in the ground and make me into a tree. Like right. so my family, my friends, whoever can sit under the tree and whatever. I don't know. But just but- yeah.
2: Put me in some chili. To, no, no, I, I remember seeing that.
1: Make make me into some hot sauce. <laughs> I can't imagine.
2: No, there was that one. I saw that one video. I don't even know if I used it. Where that one guy said, "When I die, uh, honey, when I die, just 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 burn me up, sprinkle me into some uh some some chili, and and just enjoy me because I want to tear that a up oh, one more time. Jesus, I
1: can't. <laughs> I can't. So bad." Ugh, and, gross. and guys,
2: and guys, just, just a heads up. Um, I don't sulk uh, for very long. Um, and because I am the way I'm just, this, this, you know, this is very recent and I am sad about it, but I also understand the value of life, especially now more than ever, because, yeah. um, because just the, the, the amount of death that has happened in my life with, of course, my parents both being gone having seen friends gone uh, a a lot. So uh, yes, I am not happy about the situation. I'm not happy that Winx is gone, but I'm not going to sulk. So uh, please don't take how I am on this episode, or if you see me on live or anything like that, don't take it as me just not caring because I can see how people can see that and, and assume that because I have the demeanor that I have. I'm still very, you know, for the most positive and uplifting and I am jovial in 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 ways don't take that as the fact that i don't care i i hope you guys understand that my the way i mourn and the way i i I let things progress in my in my mourning is going to be different from yours some people will sit in a dark room uh under their blankets for weeks and if that's how you choose to mourn then great but my choice is to try to live still a very happy positive uplifting life
1: yeah yeah
2: so yeah please don't take don't take me joking about this and all of that as me not mourning i hope you guys don't take it that way because that's not how it is at all for me
1: but everyone has different emotions and they have different ways of coping and you know that's where you and i are very different i'm like the complete opposite Mm -hmm. like i remember when i put daisy down even my cat before that like I had to take two days off of work. I like broke down in the vet's office, fell to the ground and was like calling my mom. Like it was traumatic for me. Yeah, I remember leaving after I put Daisy down and, you know, the whole entire car ride home, like me and Jay were just like bawling our eyes out. Like I couldn't even comprehend how I was feeling. I would wake up at six o'clock in the morning, like bawling my eyes out, like uncontrollably. And I didn't know like how my body was, Able to do that, like you know, but everyone's different. But I'm a very emotional person, and not saying that you're not emotional, you or you don't have emotions, but you just do it in a different way. I
2: I handle it in a different way, and see the thing is that I don't have a um, I won't say, and I I will never put this on anyone to say, well, why don't you do it the way I do, or or you should do it this way, or anything like that. There's no way I can do that because everyone's reaction is going to be different. I mean, as you guys have seen and noticed, just either again, knowing me in person or seeing me or listening to these podcasts. I'm not, I I'm, I'm fairly unique as far as emotions in a man and how I handle things. I am fairly unique in that case. My ability to be able to control my emotions kind of rival anyone's Yeah. and how I, you know, how I control them. So that's just me. And like, I, like I've told many people, especially when they say, you know, you're just probably the most patient person in the world. I said, honestly, if I could, sh- if, if I could, if I knew how to do that and I knew how to teach how to be able to offer or how to be able to be as, as patient as I am, I would offer a master class and I'd be a millionaire right now, but I just yeah. don't, I just have no idea yeah. how I do it. I just do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause sometimes like, I wish I, I was more like you, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm but I just don't think it's in the cards for me. I'm just a very emotional person and I feel things so deeply and I can yeah. it's even really hard to explain to you guys, you know, but right. like, I just do. I feel other people's pain. I feel like just so much and it sucks sometimes, but then, you know, I always say it's like a blessing and a curse too. Right. Cause I, I do think there are people who are very like, maybe shut off and they wish they could be more emotional, you know? So it's like, you always want what you don't have, but.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, we've had, you and I have had this discussion many times before where you say, you know, you don't, um, you know, you started having to offer when you, when you would take on, uh, when you would read somebody's, uh, when, when you would read cards for someone, Yeah. you you you've said that you only, you're only able to do it to do a certain amount of people because oh, yeah. by the time you're done, you're yeah. drained, your energy is drained because, and it's not the fact that you've expended energy or you've expended your positive energy. You've absorbed their negative yes. energy. Yeah. You've absorbed that. And most people who can do that, there's only so much you can absorb before you have to just sit there and go, I need to recharge. Right. I need to recharge. I don't have that. I don't have that. For some reason, I haven't been able to find a limit. Without me being able to, having to just say, I need a breather from this. I need some time to recharge because I have not found that yet. And again, that's something, that's an ability that I wish I could teach people because if everybody was able, or if many people were able to do that, I think um, there would be a lot more, people would be a lot more open to help more people than they can at this moment. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, again, I have no idea how how I do that. I have no idea how I can absorb so much negative energy and give so much positive energy and still have enough for whoever else needs it. I don't know how I do that. It's just, it's, it's an ability that I've been able to.
1: It's your superpower. Just like, just like, I think my emotions are my superpower because you know, like, and it's no offense. I'm just saying, I don't think you could read cards because no,
2: I don't, I know I couldn't, you
1: can't show that like, not that you, you don't have empathy because you definitely have empathy, but you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, I do. Being able to like express it. Like there have been so many times you guys where I've, I've read tarot for my clients and I cry and they don't even know that I'm crying because mm-hmm. I'm feeling what they're feeling. And most of the time when people come to me, a lot of my clients, they, They're going through something. That's why they're coming to me. And they want a little bit more of a clarification in their life and what's happening. So when they tell me these certain things, like it makes me feel for them. And I almost feel like I am them in that moment. And I'm going through what they're feeling. Yeah. And it's a weird thing to go through, but there's beauty in it too, because being able to really kind of connect with someone on a deeper and emotional level, like I love that.
2: Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. The fact that I am the way that I am also helped a lot of people get through, especially on my family in my family, help them get through the passing of my parents. You know, yeah. my brothers, my cousins, people who were close to my parents, uh, because I was able to just be with them and absorb that sorrow from them, and and leave them with at least some positive reasoning as to why this happened. -hmm. They were able to go through it. My sister being probably one of the biggest ones because my sister was did feel guilty when my father passed away because he passed away in which she says is in her care. He was at her house when he passed away, and that really, really that weighed heavy on her. Yeah, that weighed very heavy on her because she was like, "Well, you know, I was responsible for him, and he passed away." As the cat. Chasing a
1: tarot is, li- I'm sorry. Tarot is no, like I... <laughs> He's going into one of my bags and he's just like crinkling. I'm like, it's all I can hear. I'm like, shut the fuck <laughs> up.
2: <laughs> yeah. He...
0: Guy.
2: I love it. That's just so funny. Uh, he, God, uh, 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 yeah. Curiosity is just crazy.
0: Know.
2: Yeah. The curiosity
1: um, killed the cat tarot. Watch out. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> you have a bear trap in there. Jeez. <laughs> just watch it. Jeez. Oh my gosh. If you have a taser in there, you just see f- puffball cat in a you know after a second um but yeah the uh the fact that i was able to give them some positive feedback from that especially with with my dad passing away because a lot of people were just like wow that's just you know it's really really sad i said you know what don't think about it that way because my dad he's been wanting to see my mom for a year now he's missed he's missed his wife for the past year so he felt that he you know when he passed away he passed away seeing his his daughter my sister who he had not seen in almost 15 years and that was the only child he had not seen in let's say it you know less than five years it had been my sister who he had not been to Mexico to see in in a long time so he waited that out he waited until he was able to at least say goodbye to all of his kids yeah all of his kids before he passed away and you know when I put it in that light and say you know what I when I spoke to him the day before he passed away I asked him how he was feeling he said he was tired he wants to go home at that point, I thought he meant he's tired. And he wants to come back home and, you know, to L.A. Yeah, no, no, he, wants he was to he wanted to go home and be with my mom. That's yeah. that, that's what he wanted. Yeah. So that's how I see it. And that's how I've explained it to people. And that actually brings them a lot more comfort than him yeah. not being here.
1: Yeah. But that's kind of one thing like we were talking about on my life. I believe yesterday was, you know, me saying, like, I don't fear death. That's one thing I don't, because I think if you're going to die, it might be kind of instantly, or you're going to die of old age or whatever. Like, I think if you're super old or, you know, you're super sick or whatever, like you just, you get tired and you're just ready to be done. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I, that does scare me about death is leaving my son. And, Same. you know, that's, that's it. Like, I really don't like fear actually dying like i'm almost like not that i'm ready for it i don't want you guys to like freak out
2: right like you if get a lot of phone calls and text messages no, after this episode I'm, no it's I'm, not it
1: i'm fine guys no <clears throat> but i just don't fear death
2: same never have
1: I, I just fear leaving my son without a mother
2: yeah that's the same thing as soon as yeah. i as soon as i had kids it was no longer the fear of uh, uh it's, it's no longer not having the fear of death it's having the fear of my children having to grow up without their father and having that sorrow as well having yeah. that that yearning that missing where they can you know they say well my dad is no longer here and i think i yeah. say that i, I and, and the thing is that that's my fear on both ends not on just if i pass away but if, if something happens to their mom as well right that right. you know it's it's not just me it's it, it's about them
1: yeah. it is
2: about them so um yeah i completely i completely get that but as far as fear of death no i'm not afraid of death
1: yeah i'm not either I never have been because, you know, and this goes a little deeper, but, you know, I have been suicidal in, you know, my life. And there's been so many times where it's like, I just don't want to fucking be here anymore. But after having Carter, it's like, well, even though sometimes I'm like, I wish this life was over. I don't, I don't want that Yeah, because I don't want to leave myself ever.
2: The only time I've ever felt that way, I've ever felt the way where I was just like, you know what, if, if. If my life were to end, this is for my first love, when I felt that she wasn't going to be there for me, when I felt betrayed by her, when I felt betrayed by the fact that she kept me around. This is my mindset, at least. And it it was probably a little bit true. But in my mind, it was like she just kept saying, "Um, I just want to, you know, I just want to live high school as a high school student. And then we can be together afterwards. You know, so I stuck around. I was always around. It just didn't matter what it was. Yeah. So when I realized I just, in my mind, I'm like, wait a minute. She's just, she's, she loves the fact that she can use me for any kind of emotional support and all of that. She loves that. I can't fault her for that. And I never have faulted her for that after having forgiven myself, apologize to her for thinking that about her, but forgiving, uh, forgiving her as well for, for, for doing that, even though she didn't need forgiveness for that because I was pretty much, I was impressing on her. This is how this is. I just, I'm there for you, no matter what you can be with one, two, five, ten 10 different guys. It doesn't matter. I'll still be here for you just to talk, to, to rub your shoulders to whatever, you know, yeah. that's how it yeah. was. Cause I was, I was, I was always thinking, uh, well, for a long time thinking that, you know what, after high school, we're going to be together. That was it. Yeah. It was ridiculous. It was, it was hopeful and it was naive. Yeah. But when I when I figured that out, I was very hateful and I was very mean yeah. and I would think for a lot. I said, well, you know what? The, you know what would help uh, uh, make her feel worse? Not help me make me feel better, but help yeah. make her feel worse is if I was gone. Yeah, that was my mindset. But that was, you know, that was the only time I ever felt that way. And it yeah. was never something where I just felt like I would ever do anything to myself to make that happen. So yeah. that was the only time I felt that way. But again, that was me being hopeful, naive, and love, and then heartbroken, and then just expressing that in the wrong way, I think, at the time. So I did. I I, I never wanted her apology. I never needed her apology because she did nothing wrong. She was just a teenager enjoying life and enjoying the fact that somebody was going to be her for you, no matter what. And who, what, yeah. what teenage girl wouldn't want that? Or
1: what What person doesn't want that? You know what well, I mean?
2: Like, boy, shit, boys, yeah. are, well, boys are dumb. So, you know, boys don't... That's That's different, but you know, what teenage, (laughs) what teenage, yeah. What teenage girl wouldn't want that knowing that you would always have somebody who's no matter what, no matter what you do, he's going to be there because he's your puppy dog. He's your lap dog. He's yeah. Because that's what I was. So I, I never faulted her for that. When I realized that when I've come to terms with, it wasn't her, it was me. It was my issue. It was my fault. Uh, One, because I allowed it to get to that point because nobody controls me. Uh, So she's not like she made me do it. I did it so I went to her and I, and I think I said it before. Yeah, we, we, we went, we talked, I apologized to her and we did start dating for a little while. I used her and abused her. And then, no, I didn't do that. Uh, we just dated for a couple of months and, um, you know, it didn't or work like out. I was we still moved on. giving
1: her back, I was still giving her back rubs every yeah. day, rubbing her feet. I was giving her
2: <laughs> and her boyfriend back rubs. No, it wasn't. that. It was never that far, but
1: yeah, it just, uh, it
2: was, a uh, it was just a, yeah. it was something that, I mean, after, after having self-reflection and understanding that it was me, everything kind of led to what we, we had. We realized we weren't meant to be together.
1: Yeah, obviously. Oh, please don't play it. Playing.
2: Obviously.
1: I know it was coming. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I know it was coming. Oh
2: well, I almost hit the wrong button. I almost hit this one.
1: Oh, Jesus.
2: Yeah, my finger almost slipped.
1: Oh, Jesus. That went sounds so fast! <laughs> love it. I love it. So I have a question. Going kind of back to like the pet thing. What do you think? And this, again, kind of goes more to like the spiritual side. You know, the afterlife and things like that. Because, you know, I believe in souls and all that kind of stuff. What do you think happens with pets? Do you think it's just that's it? Or do you think they transcend into like reincarnation and all of a sudden they can be a human being or another animal. Like, what do you think?
2: I think the way I think with humans, um, animals do have souls. Animals yeah. do have the capability of feeling. Yeah, sure. It's not. Um, the thing yeah. is that a soul is trapped in whatever kind, whatever form it's in. Right. So right. it's not the fault of the soul that it doesn't have the same, let's say, How can I put it
1: like importance as like a human body? No, no,
2: no, not even importance, but the fact that the soul doesn't cannot express itself in the form of a, an animal, as opposed to a form of its human, the soul, the the, the, the soul is only as capable as its form. So the soul of a, let's say an ant is only as capable as the body of an ant. So of course the body of an ant is not going to have the mind of a human. So it's not going to be able to think like a human. Same thing goes right. for animals for me. So the yeah. the soul of a cat can only can only perform to the capability of what the body of a can, a cat can perform. So yeah. I think all souls. Do you
1: think? Do you think ants have souls?
2: I think all animals have souls.
1: Well, they're not animals technically; they're bugs. But
2: all living creatures have you souls. You think so? Okay. Yes, I think okay. all. I think trees have souls. Yeah. I think all living creatures have souls. There's no limit to souls. Now, what happens is the same thing as we said before, as far as the afterlife, we've had this discussion before. I think when a soul moves on, it moves on to a different plane, which could be a very similar existence to the existence we have now. And then it may may come back as a human, may come back as something else, but it does actually transfer to a different being uh, on a different plane. Now yeah. is it is it this particular plane? No, I don't think that. I don't think that Winx is going to come back in the form of something else here. He's, Winx will, will come back as something else on this next plane that they're going yeah. to that that he's going to be a part of now? He's he's going to live there now for as long as his life exists there before he moves on to the next. And I think that with every living soul or every yeah. soul. I think that's how that's how it is with every soul.
1: See, because like I I think about my my dog Theodore and he's a Scottish Terrier Chihuahua mix. He's all white, you know, super like wiry and fluffy. And he like loves music.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: So like if Jay's playing guitar or something, like he's like howling and like loves it. And I always have sensed that he's like such an old soul. Like he was like this older gentleman in a past life. And like, I just sense these things about him because of his characteristics. I'm like, Mm -hmm. there's no way this is like your first life because of the things that like they exude. You know what I mean? It's just crazy to me.
2: Yeah. And my thing is, I don't know. I don't know if there are new souls that exist anymore. i don't know know if there ever were i don't i I don't know i don't know i think i think but again see the thing is that as far as a new soul goes i think that that would probably pertain to a see and i don't like to say it this way but a lower form of being meaning you know a tree a plant something that does have life to it it's hard i don't like to say a lower form of being as far as that in comparison to humans because to some people plants are a higher form of being But I mean, that's that's the only way I can express it without, so people can understand it. But I think that once a once once a soul that was something other than human actually becomes uh, part of a human body, I would I would say yes. Then in that aspect, it is a new soul. But I don't know how and when that happens. I don't know how and when that. I think I think the soul is eternal. So
1: yeah, I um, think so too. uh, I think so too.
2: In, in previous existencies um there may not have been even humans in that existence yeah. in that previous there may not have been so it's just I know, you, I know
1: you have but I'm still gonna ask you have you seen the movie soul yeah of course I know I, I already knew the answer even though I've never asked you but I loved that movie yeah. I thought it was really cool and I think it was a really cool like Direction to take things, especially for being a quote unquote children's movie. Yes. I think it was really cool. And it kind of brought a little bit of life into, you know, death and things like that, because I think it is important to instill these things into our kids where death is a part of life. It's a fact, right? Like it's not, like it's right. not going to happen. Everyone is going to die. But bringing a little like lightheartedness, a little comedy you know to like a really intense crazy thing. I really liked that movie a lot. Yeah.
2: Same. Yeah. Yeah, I, I
1: thought it was, was really movie. cute.
2: Yeah. Well, if you guys haven't watched so it's on Disney Plus right now. Disney Plus, yeah. give us a sponsor please. No, it's... Yeah, right? <laughs> I
1: I am officially on Ernesto's uh, Disney Plus account.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um and Hulu? Fans and and Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> um I- yeah.
1: What else what else you got or you got hbo max tell She's me a, i do <laughs> Give me. I,
2: only no, I,
1: HBO, I only bought hbo max when euphoria was coming out because i really wanted to watch it but right. i'm like 15 dollars a month like fuck this shit
2: yeah i don't and even then, have regular cable just because i know because i have so yeah, many different have, streaming services because i don't smart I just, I have
1: have regular cable. So I was thinking maybe I should just get rid of it. Like we have Netflix and stuff like that, but that's pretty much
2: it. Well, that's precisely why I don't actually have a cable because one, I can watch everything. I don't have to watch everything the day it comes out. Yeah. You know, everybody's like, well, what about things like sports, like football? I'm like, uh, have you never heard of the Sunday ticket? I watch it all NFL Sunday ticket. It's it's all live streaming. I can watch it from everywhere. So yeah, I um, I, for me, it's uh, it's a smart move for me. Am I paying the same amount? Probably, but it doesn't matter because I get what I want when I want, not when yeah. when TV just with commercials to show me.
1: and right. all the other I shit. I don't too. get
2: commercials. I don't get commercials. Commercials are, you know, yeah, they're boo boo. Yeah.
1: Well, thanks for the Hulu and the Disney Plus. <laughs> Shout out to Ernesto. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, Carter loves it. We've been watching all of the um, like classics lately. So we watched Pocahontas yesterday, which he had never seen, and then we watched. Fuck, I forget the other one. But yeah, we've been watching like all the classics again, like Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast. He loves Beauty and the Beast, so we love it. Oh, and he just started. um, Well, we started She-Hulk.
2: I love She-Hulk.
1: She-Hulk. Yeah, we started that one.
2: Oh my gosh! The 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 men boy that are just hating on this show is insane
1: of course of the course. men boy
2: are. oh there's on.
1: there's a woman as the main character shut the fuck up well okay? not even
2: the fact that it was a woman they're there for them it's just like well they're taking away they're they're, From hulk. they're, they're emasculating know. the hulk yes. it's just there's so many different it is just shut like, okay.
1: up yeah, okay shut don't up. enjoy
2: it but you don't need to have you don't need to formulate an opinion on it
1: yeah don't watch it if you don't like it like
2: right. No, but of course they good. they have to watch it because they have to they have to give their two cents. Oh, of like course. it's very Always. valuable.
1: Always, like we all care about it or something. Right. So ridiculous. Like, yeah, yeah, but
2: um getting back to uh just getting back to everything. I think uh what um I have no idea when I'm actually going to make the leap and and get another pet. I mean, I still have Cambria's gecko that's here. Yeah. You know, and I'll take him out still and hold him for a little bit, and he'll run around on my, or up on my shoulder and on my chest and stuff like that. But as far as a pet, that's a t- your your typical pet, or even something even close to a typical typical pet like a ferret or a guinea pig or anything like that. Yeah, I don't know when that's going to happen. I'm just going to wait till it's feels like it should happen. I can't yeah. decide. So,
1: you could have Skeeter. He has IBS.
2: Um. <laughs>
1: You have to give him special food and he pukes every day and has diarrhea. His nickname in the house is Diarrhea Man. So you can have him if you want. <laughs> you know, he's 12, so just a couple years.
2: <laughs> my, just, my headphones aren't working at the moment. What was that? I can't see. I just see your mouth moving. I can't hear you.
1: I'm kidding, Skeeter. He's right here looking at me. I'm just kidding, Skeeter. I promise. You're stuck with me for life. Aw. He was like, mom, did you just say my name? Right. He was like, "Uh uh-huh. I'm teasing. No, my (laughs) animals, that's one thing with me. I have never given away any of my animals. Right. I have had my animals either from a very young age. I got Skeeter a little bit older, but I have never like disposed or gotten rid of my animals. ever. They have been with me until the day they die. Yeah. Because that's a good, you know, animal owner. That's right. Responsible. For sure. Like I could never just give up on my babies, even if they're hard and difficult. Like when Daisy, you know, in her last months on Earth, she was in diapers.
0: Right. Like,
1: I was having she would have seizures and like poop and pee herself. I was giving her a, a bath probably once a day, every other day. Like it mm-hmm. was a lot. It, I was basically like she was living in a hospice, you know. Yeah. yeah. And I was taking care of her. But I right. wanted her to be the most comfortable and the most happy that she could be until her last days. Yeah. Because I could never just like get rid of an animal because they're having complications or issues or whatever. Right. No.
2: Now, for those of you who have had to give up their animals for whatever reason, because I know there are a lot of people that their living uh, arrangements have changed for some way, for some reason, where they couldn't keep their animals in their new home or landlord, whatever that case is, um, yeah. that's understandable. And that's not an easy thing to do to, yeah. to, 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 to have to give up your pets, especially, you know, those that you are very close to. So uh, don't take what she's saying as a slight towards you. Please don't, don't, don't assume that she's saying I'm a better than you because I won't give them up. That's not what she's saying. She's yeah. only expressing her her experience because this is her experience, everyone's experience a reasoning is unique. Now if you can't for some reason, same thing. If you have for some if, if you can't handle a specific animal for whatever reason you have, it doesn't make you lesser in any way.
1: All I gotta say though is it better be a good fucking reason.
2: That's yeah for sure.
1: It oh, has to I, be I a good fucking reason. I agree. Like if your dog is trying to attack your baby, of course. 1000%.
2: But, but it, it, like, also if you have if if they have personal trauma, interpersonal trauma, if they have yes. something that's going on within themselves that they cannot manage watching and taking care of a, 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 any other living creature, I understand. I completely. Yes. But if it's just like, ah, oh, well, you know what? He he kept he kept tearing my my he kept biting yeah, on my no, sandals. No. And that's, you know.
1: No. No. Yeah, but here's little- the thing too, like if you are adopting right you're going to an animal shelter and it says you know they'll know the temperament of the dog Mm -hmm. okay you know better in a single family home like you have to know if not get a fucking puppy and raise it from the beginning right but don't just go and get a 10 year old dog which you have no idea about their temperament and bring it around kids and a cat and a dog like there's ways to go about it and there's responsible owners and there's irresponsible owners
2: oh for sure and it's that's the irresponsible ones that,
1: yeah, that I don't like. Because people also don't want to put time and attention into their animals as well. But then it's yeah. like, then you shouldn't be an animal owner.
2: Also, because... also, what happened, um, what happened during the pandemic is a lot of people decided they wanted to own a pet because they were home. And then it oh, all yeah. changed when they had to go back to the office. And now oh, yeah. we have a lonely pet at home. Yeah that's causing problems, tearing things up because they're not used to this. They were used to a whole year and a half of people being around them. And now this changed and all of that. So we have been getting, and I heard, I have heard that many shelters and, and, and and places where you would take your pets are overrun with large dogs because you know, people just didn't look past the pandemic. People did not look past the pandemic and that sucks for that, that animal. It sucks. Well, so bad
1: for even her. even holidays, too. When I you know, I have a, a black cat named Tarot, and he just hit a year old. And when I got him from the shelter, they had an overwhelming amount of black cats. Mm-hmm. And the lady that I was talking to, she was saying that around Halloween time, people love to get black kittens for fun or whatever. And then they get rid of them again. Same with bunnies on Easter. And then they'll keep the bunny while it's teeny tiny. And then they'll release it into the wild when it gets bigger.
2: Well remember a bunny,
1: a bunny that's domesticated and has never been in the wild, you know, like that's horrible.
2: Remember that's that's what was happening with all of the alligators in the New York sewers because you know oh
1: yeah.
2: People think that's actually not true. That is true. It is true. Yeah,
1: it is. <clears throat>
2: it is true. People were thinking that they would be funny or or it'd be cool to own a little baby alligator when no. that little baby alligator, you know, hit three feet, four feet, five feet oh, I can't handle this anymore. Yeah. I can't handle this creature anymore. Let me put it in the sewers. Let me, you know, and Mm -hmm. I mean, that was a, that was a real thing.
1: People are crazy. I just don't get it. But also like, this is another thing too. You have to know that you can be responsible, like financially responsible for a pet as well. Yeah, most definitely. Like, if you're going to go on a trip, can you afford to hire like a doggy sitter or to send it somewhere? Or can you spend $100 on a ticket to travel with your dog? Like, these are the types of things you have to understand before you get an animal as well. And for me as an animal activist, like I just, I can't accept if you're not like that. Like, yeah, I got, oh, I, I got a kitten because I found it and it's free, but can you afford changing the litter all the time and getting all the food and paying vet bills if something was to happen? Like, I see so many people where it's like, oh, I can't afford the vet bills. Well, you should have thought about that before you got an animal. Like, right. you know, it just comes down to responsibility to me personally, but I don't know. I see things a little differently.
2: Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's it's just,
1: it's just like a child, you know what I mean? Like, and I get it. Children can happen, you know, accidentally or whatever, but with a pet, like that's not accident. Like, you know, if you're going to take a pet into your house or not.
2: Right. But you, um, you have something that a lot of people don't and that's foresight. Yeah. Not a lot of people actually have that foresight to, to, to look beyond the cuteness of a puppy for the first six months before it grows into a dog that's. That's all of that. Yes. Eating
1: eating three times the amount and everything. I mean, look Mm -hmm. at I mean, even Taro, Taro's such a fat boy. Like he eats more than both of my dogs combined. Right. Like he'll scream at me because he's so hungry. I'm doubling the bags of of food that I give the cat over the dogs
0: because Mm -hmm. (laughs) Skeeter
1: is like six pounds. And I think Theodore is like 12 and Taro's like 15 pounds. He's a big boy. So
2: I don't know if Tarot's 15. I can't, Tarot can't be 15 pounds. He
1: is, he's heavy and he's got a little pancito. He is, yes, he's huge
2: because Cat's bones are all, they're, they're, um, I'm gonna weigh him because I, I pick up,
1: I pick up Theodore and Tarot's definitely heavier. I'm gonna weigh him today. I would gather,
2: I would gather that, that, that Tarot is not heavier than Theodore. It's just that he is a lot more difficult to hold. And it just makes him feel heavier because he's longer. So it's like, Maybe. you know, I, I think it's like, it'd be holding, it'd be like if you were holding a rock versus holding the same weight of that rock in a bag. Um, and it's just like across rice the bag. bag. Exactly. I think yeah. that's- Okay, think that's I'm going to
1: weigh him because I haven't weighed him in like six months. So I'll weigh it, him today.
2: I'd like for everyone to send an anonymous message with your bets as far as what you think <laughs> What do you think? Who do you think is heavier, Theodore or 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 Tarot? So just...
1: Tarot's only a year old and Theodore is seven.
2: Right. Yeah. And he's so... a
1: Scottish Terrier Chihuahua mix, but he's long bodied like Tarot, too.
2: Yeah. Send an Taro, anonymous yeah. message, send an anonymous message or send a text message just letting us know who you think is heavier, Tarot or theodore and we'll reveal it the following episode we'll reveal yes. what, what everyone says uh who they think is heavier and then she would actually she will announce who is heavier uh theodore or or, or tarot she'll announce it she, she we won't talk about i mean we could talk about it on the live <laughs> as far as just in, in preparation for it but we won't we won't we won't make the reveal until the following episode Yeah. So that's it. Now, if you guys do want to call us or text us anything like that, you're more than welcome to. We always have the hotline available to you. That number is 310-494-6811. 310-494-6811 is the number. Again, just text us there. You can call us there, either one with your predictions as far as who is heavier or anything about the podcast, whether it's this episode or any previous episode or future episodes, if you guys have a suggestion as far as what you want us to talk about. Yeah. We
1: would love that. Yeah. Well, I liked that. I liked this episode. I I'm glad that we talked about this and Ernesto, you know what you and I have already been talking, but I just want to say my condolences again to you and, you know, I love you. And I'm so sorry for everything that happened because this was very tragic and I hate seeing anyone go through this. Right. Yeah. Yeah,
2: If you guys, I mean, you guys haven't seen it, but she was, Yeah. she's, she's been holding back her tears the whole episode just, I mean, for, for me and for just discussing things that have gone on with her, with Daisy and everything. So she has yeah. been holding back her tears. Um, I know uh, you
1: saw me like tearing I, up. I, like, I, yeah, She's been
2: holding back her tears the whole time. And I love you for that because I know how much, how, how, how much you care about not just me, but just yeah. life in general. Yeah. So I know that. And I thank you for that. And I appreciate you. You know how much I love you.
1: Yeah. Um, because obviously like I felt for you, but then I also like really felt for your kids too. And yeah. like, That's really hard because I remember how much Carter had an issue with Daisy and he was little like Carter's four now. And he's like, I still miss Daisy. I'm like, I know, baby, I know you do. So like your kids are older. They understand a lot more. So that kind of broke my heart, you know, like you having to tell your kids. So,
2: yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, and for those of you who know me outside of this, that I didn't express this to understand that, I mean, I, I, I it was nothing personal against not expressing it to you guys, you know, because I know I haven't, I didn't message a lot of people that I could have uh, about this, and it's, I, I am fairly personal, outside of the, um, outside of the podcast, I mean, uh, I don't, if, I don't really, if you guys see my social media, I don't post about my family, I don't post about my friends. And it's not just because I don't like to share it's, um No, that's pretty much what it is. I just don't like to share. I don't share about my, I don't share about, so, my, uh, don't share about okay. my family outside of that, uh, outside of these conversations, because I have no problem yeah. sharing in general. It's just that I don't, I don't think that's what, In for me, that's what social yeah. media is used for. Social media is used for me to express my opinion about everything else outside yeah. of my bubble.
1: See, and for me, my social media is just to show me. Like right. <laughs> I don't I don't really show my family that much. I'll show Carter every once in a while, but like I just don't share like that much about, you know, my relationships and even my son is much anymore. Like I'll yeah. post every once in a while, but my Instagram or my TikTok is literally just me. And yeah. I think that's okay. Everyone's a little different. So
2: and I don't even really post on Instagram anymore, but my TikTok is about everything else other than me. Yeah, yeah
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, everyone has their niche. Well, right. we love you guys. I'm going to get going. I really have to fucking pee because I have been drinking my first ever. Don't pumpkin, say it. No. Pom- oh. Pumpkin cold brew of this season. <laughs> September. <laughs> it's not September. <laughs> that went south so fast. I am, guys. I'm sorry. Call me what you want, but <laughs> don't hate it. Don't hate it. It's so delicious. Mm. But I'm like almost done with it, and my mom bladder is just screaming at me. So I'm over You're here down. bouncing my legs. <laughs> I have to go. So I could red. use
2: almost every every single. Oh, uh, <laughs> I could use almost every single sound with this one. It's just a.
1: Oh, Jesus. Don't hate me. All the girls who are listening, they're like, yes, bitch, we get it. We got it. We got it. All right, you guys, we love you so much. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your Monday and the rest of your week. Um, I really liked this topic today. I'm glad we were able to kind of, you know, delve a little deeper into stuff like this. So so I would say the message that I would give to you guys for the start of your week is appreciate everyone that's in your life, right? Because life can come and it can go just as fast. So really appreciate your loved ones. Go kiss your animals if you have, them. Um, play with them. And yeah, I want to go kiss my babies right now. <laughs> Carter's still in school. I want to go pick him up. It's his early day today. So I get him. Oh yeah, earlier, but right. yeah. Yeah. But we love you guys. Enjoy the rest of your week. Ernesto. It's a pleasure as always. I'm Same. here if you need me for anything, but
2: until
1: next week,
0: guys, we will see you. Enjoy your week. Love
1: you. Bye. i like to
2: personally apologize to all my friends who have to read the novels that I text them. Uh, I'm trying so hard to try to cut words down. I'm shaving off apostrophes. Yet when I hit sin, it's a thesis paper. I don't know. I wanna see
0: your titty breast. Can you please pull them out? And if you follow my request, I'll put them in my mouth. Mind. Hi there, and welcome to the friendly reminder that sometimes I am a hot girl. I am only a freelance hot girl because I like to make my own hours, and I cannot commit to a full-time hot girl schedule. But just... Please enjoy that sometimes I am hot. What is one thing that holds you back from being yourself? For me it's prison.
1: When you got freaky with your lady, well way back in the day, did you not put cheese on the nipples?
0: No! No! You I told, told me you did! Yeah, it's incompetence! <laughs>
1: quiet the vent today. It sounds like what's going on with you.
0: Well, I wanted to voice my opinion on something that's been bothering me for a really long time. Okay. Um, I, I tried writing the newspaper and contacting uh, TV stations, but nobody seems to want to stay with this. So that's why I'm calling you guys. Okay. What's the, um, what's the issue? Well, <clears throat> over the past few years, I've been involved in three separate car accidents involving deer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the population and everything. Um, Each of these incidents, they've occurred shortly after I saw a deer crossing sign on the highway. Well, my frustration is that Minnesota and North Dakota Department of Transportation would allow these deer crossings to be in such high traffic areas. I mean, I've even seen them on the interstate. Why are we Mm -hmm. encouraging deer to cross the interstate i don't get it that's such a high traffic area i mean are you, you know kidding? i understand that deer are wild animals and they need to travel across the streets occasionally to survive and now of course to find food but um it seems to me that it's so irresponsible of us to allow these deer crossings to be in areas where these deer are so likely to be struck by oncoming traffic i mean wouldn't you agree Um, I mean, it's, it's just, I mean, you think they would put deer crossings maybe, you know, in, you know, smaller towns, maybe during a, like at a, at a school crossing. That's it would be a safer place for them to, to cross, well, you know, for the deer crossing sign.
2: You know, deer crossings aren't telling deer that it's safe to cross there. It's just more of like an alert for drivers so they know it's like a high deer population.
0: The government put the deer crossings there. They can direct the deer population anywhere they want to by moving that deer crossing sign. I mean, you know, why in the world would they place it on the highway or the interstate? You know? I mean, God. There are so many other places I can think of than putting the deer crossing signs on, on busy highways and right. interstate.
2: You seem to be under the misunderstanding that the deer are somehow attracted to the deer crossing sign.
0: Well, well, yeah, the deer crossing sign is there to allow the deer to know that's where they need to cross. Right. And all these car accidents you had involved a deer after you saw a deer crossing sign. Exactly. I, I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm trying to watch out for the deer, but I mean, I'm, you know, speed limit 55, 65. How am I supposed to, you know, you can't brake really quick if you, you know, if the deer just is crossing in that deer crossing area.